Thank you so much, Phil. And thank you, Jono, for leading us uh, so powerfully in worship. I trust that you have been blessed through that time. And for that word that we got at the end, just so encouraging that God is with us. No matter the situation, no matter the circumstances, God is with us and he has amazing plans for us. So as Phil said, uh, I'm continuing the series we started last week. Uh, old ways, new days, looking at the life of King David as presented in 1 Chronicles. And uh, our very own David, not the one in the Bible, started the series last week looking at what we can learn about the character of a leader. And today we're looking at what we can learn about the character of a people, a community. And we're going to be looking at 1 Chronicles uh, chapter 12 and just three verses from that chapter verses 16 to 18. So I'm going to start by reading those uh, to get us going. And some of the men of Benjamin and Judah came to the stronghold to David. David went out to meet them and said to them, if you have come to me in friendship to help me, my heart will be joined to you. But if to betray me to my adversaries, although there is no wrong in my hands, then may the God of our fathers see and rebuke you. Then the spirit clothed Amasai, chief of the thirty, and he said, We are yours, O David, and with you, O son of Jesse. Peace, peace to you, and peace to your helpers, for your God helped you. Then David received them and made them officers of his troops. So before we look at what we can learn about a character, uh, the character of people, it'd be good just to give a bit of context to this uh, passage. And this passage, we find David hiding away in a stronghold uh, in a cave. And uh, he is hiding because people are hunting him down. The leader of the country is a man called Saul, uh, who is trying to kill him. And he is in hiding. And in this hiding, people have started to come to him and gather to him because they see something in him that is special. They see an anointing from God. And he's gathering different parts of the, the, the nation that really wasn't much of a nation up until this point. It was lots of separate tribes living in the land. And they all started coming together, different tribes, a real mix of different people. And they become a group they become what's known as David's mighty men and you can read about them more uh, in the book of 2 Samuel um, but we see in this particular passage just these three verses men coming from two of the tribes that form the nation of Israel we get the tribe of Judah which is the tribe that David's part of but we also get the tribe of Benjamin which is the tribe that Saul the, the current king is part of and when they come David is initially suspicious he is uncertain about what their intentions might be he's thinking you know are they actually plotting to do me harm by getting close to me but then into that situation this man Amasai who we don't hear about anywhere else uh, it says the Holy Spirit comes upon him and clothes him and he he declares their support and their commitment. He brings a prophetic message of encouragement, which David sees and receives. Uh, he hears it and he receives it. And then he welcomes them and makes them officers of his troops. 
So these different men that could have been a threat, especially those coming from uh, a different tribe to what he was, pledge their allegiance and their commitment, and he welcomes them. So let's little, have a little look at three things we can learn about the character of a people from these few verses in 1 Chronicles 12. And we're going to be looking at the, the, about commitment. We're going to be looking at uh, courage, being courageous. And the third C is that they came together. Okay, I'm stretching a bit there. They were united. That's probably a better word. So committed, courageous, and united. So first of all, they were committed. We read there in verse 18 that Amasai declares his commitment. He says, we are yours, O David, and with you, O son of Jesse. Peace, peace to you and peace to your helpers, for your God helps you. He's saying, we're, we're yours, we're with you. We recognise God is with you and we want to be part of what you're doing. You know, these men that came to him, that the ones that, that we then find out later referred to the mighty men, there was nothing casual about their attitude. And similarly, we shouldn't be casual in our attitude and our commitment to God. Commitment isn't just a head thing. It's not an act, just an act of the will. There's something spiritual going on. And we see that because Amasai was clothed by the spirit and he then made this declaration of commitment. When we commit to a church and to God, there's a spiritual element that goes much deeper than just an act of a will, of the will. It's the Holy Spirit working in us to compel us to make that commitment. I want to say to you this morning that it's God who's led you here today. Whether you're joining us for the first time or the thousandth time as a church, God has led you here. It's no accident. He does a work of the Holy Spirit drawing you. And that's what was going on with these, these guys, that God was drawing them to David. They saw uh, in him something that was good and of God, and they wanted to be part of it. They were responding to a vision that David was setting, yes, but also as God's calling. There was a spiritual joining, just like when you join us as a church, you're joining us. And it was echo, it's echoed in ultimately Jesus. David is a pointer towards Jesus. He's the cornerstone of our faith. And David showed incredible commitment to his men that they then responded to and brought commitment. Jesus shows the ultimate commitment to us. He was prepared to die for you and me so that we could know him. He has demonstrated in no uncertain terms how much commitment he has for each one of us. And it's from that commitment we then respond. We are kind of reacting, if you like, to what he has already done for us. Jesus draws from us a love, our love and our loyalty. The New Testament has a brilliant description of what this commitment looks like. And you'll find it in Romans 12, verses 9 to 13. It says this, Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be devoted to one another in love. Honour one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervour. Serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. You know, life is tough at the moment. It's, 
There's all sorts of things going on. But God's calling us to keep being a committed people. Let's emulate these mighty men and demonstrate commitment to those who lead us spiritually, to the church, and ultimately to God. So the first character trait, if you like, that we can learn from the, these, uh, these men presented in this passage is commitment. Secondly, being courageous. Courageous. These men broke from what was expected of them. Yes, some came from David's, the same tri tribe as David, from Judah. But then some of them came from the same tribe as Saul, who was the current king, the one hunting David down. They came from the tribe of Benjamin. And they went against their tribal loyalty. They followed God's leading instead. They made a stand to be identified with a different leader, a different cause. This step of faith, and it was a step of faith, it was a step to be courageous. They were going against uh, you know, tribal loyalty. It was the first of many. And they went on to do great exploits. You can read about it in, in, in 2 Samuel, some of the things they did. And they did incredible adventures because of their courage and willingness to say yes to their king. They became known, as I said, as David's mighty men. As a church, one of our culture traits is courage, along with honour, integrity, acceptance, forgiveness and generosity. These are the things that we want to have as hallmarks of who we are. And we can be courageous because God is with us. He's calling us to mighty exploits, to adventures. Are you willing to say yes to God, our King? Are you willing to keep saying yes? To go into uncomfortable places, to do things that you wouldn't naturally choose to do, but your God wants you to our God wants us to are you willing to be courageous like we see these men were in the passage so they demonstrated commitment they showed demonstrated courage and the final thing they came together they were united unity is an outworking of their commitment to a common leader and a common cause it was brought about and strengthened by the Holy Spirit Different tribes, different peoples coming together to David and saying, we're with you. The Bible speaks today, book of Chronicles, commenting on this passage says, the king is the center around which the people are bound into a unity. One church, one faith, one Lord. This common identity does not mean, however, that they lose their individuality. They have the same loyalty, but they do not all think alike. They speak the same language, but do not all sound alike. They are one, yet they are immensely varied. The group of people who came to David, they were a great mix of different people, but they were united uh, under David's leadership, but united supporting one another. And that's what the church of God should be like. It should be a group of all sorts of different people from different backgrounds, different nationalities, different races, different ages, all coming together, united under Christ. But the Bible talks us about being one body, the body of Christ. Christ is the head, we are all the parts. 1 Corinthians 12 in the New Testament puts it so well. It says, just as a body, 
though one has many parts, but all its parts, all its many parts form one body. So it is with Christ. For we are all baptized by one spirit so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free. And we are all given the one spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. One body, many parts. Everyone has a role. These mighty men, they all did different things. They were all important and vital. You are important and vital. You have a role to play in our church. You might not be the same as me. In fact, you definitely aren't the same as me. We're all unique, but we all have a role to play. One body, many parts. The Holy Spirit brings such incredible unity. And what a thing to declare to the world. You know, we're called to be their hope, to demonstrate God's wonderful way of bringing people together. The world is fragmenting. The world is full of disunity, but we can demonstrate unity celebrating the variety within us united under God we are one body but we must live that way Ephesians 4 2 to 6 puts it like this be completely humble and gentle be patient bearing with one another in love make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace there is one body and one spirit just as you were called to one hope when you were called. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. We need to keep striving for the unity of the Spirit. What are you doing to keep the unity of the Spirit within our church? What about people who are different from you? different nationalities, ages, backgrounds, skin colour, whatever it might be, what are you doing to keep the unity of the spirit? Plus, what about brothers and sisters in other churches? Let's reach out to them. Let's speak well of them. Let's pray for them. We're called to be united like David's mighty men. And the incredible thing is when we do work and live in the unity that the Holy Spirit brings. There is such strength, such power, as God commands his blessing on those who dwell in unity. So what can we learn about the character of people from these few verses? We can learn that they were committed, they were courageous, and they were united. You know, we are, we are called the King's Community Church. We are a church that belongs to the King. We are for the King. Let's be people who are committed, courageous and united. May God bless you this week and may you be a blessing to all you meet. Take care.